0: When you use the term look to talk about something that you currently have, something that you've worked hard to earn, you are letting old worthiness wounds persist and speak for who you are now versus who you once were. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret. This podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey. We're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you. Beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today. I've got a whole nice little setup going. It's doom and gloom outside on this Thursday afternoon, and I've got a nice cup of coffee. It's nice and cozy in my apartment, and I'm excited to record this podcast. I'm wondering if there's a new theme arising with the podcasts. So last week I told you guys that I thought of the podcast topic for the week when I was writing the newsletter and I told myself to be quite honest I wasn't putting enough effort into my newsletters so I wanted to make it more playful and exciting to do when I get into them because usually on Thursday mornings they're like one of the things that one of the first things I sit down and do and I just kind of power through it because I want to get to other stuff. But I really want the newsletter to become like a fun staple of LaRue because it's a free offering. It's got a bunch of free content in it. And I just want it to feel inspiring, like you're excited to open that newsletter on Friday mornings. So a couple weeks ago, I told myself like I would really start making sure that the newsletter is something I put a lot more effort into, especially given that over the last, I don't know, maybe like six months ish, probably a little bit more. I've actually had... Like several, several pins go viral. And my Pinterest has been doing really, really well, which has been sending a ton of traffic to the blog. And it's also gotten me like a lot of new subscribers. My subscriber list has probably tripled since the pins have started going viral. And so that's really exciting. So I wanna make sure that everyone who is subscribed to the newsletter is receiving great content. So I'll actually include that link to subscribe in the show notes. But, anyways, My point in all that was saying that I told you guys I kind of got inspired by last week's podcast topic. I started um, I told myself I was going to start doing the newsletter like in the as a part of my Thursday morning routine where I have my coffee. I'm still on the couch. I'm journaling and then I do the newsletter and I take my time with it and really just like that's where my focus is. And so far in that time, two really great topics have come to me to talk about on the podcast. So I'm wondering if the new theme of the podcast, instead of being in total alignment, like topic alignment with the blog, it'll be the newsletter. So if you read last week's newsletter, which is the one that goes out tomorrow, but this comes out next Wednesday. If you read last week's newsletter, I talked about how the word luck has always like kind of gotten to me and I actually have to tell you guys something very coincidental as this podcast goes on but the word luck I've never like it's just always kind of had like a bad taste in my mouth it's just it never really sits well with me and when I moved back home to Florida after everything had happened I had already had my surgery etc blah 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 This was a time in my mom's life where she was doing really, really, really well at work. So my mom works in insurance and she's just she's in sales. So, you know, basically she sells like insurance packages to companies for their employees. And she in the last several years, I would say in the last like five years, has just really honestly, actually, let me back up really it's probably since my parents separated, which was when I was a sophomore in high school. So quite some time now, 10, 10, wow, 10 years. Holy moly. That's crazy to me. Anyways, um, my mom really just kind of threw herself into her work. And in that time, she also transitioned from one employer to another. And at this new employer, she's just really dedicated herself to building her book of business and her clientele and, She's just really become like a powerhouse corporate badass, and I'm just so proud of her. And I noticed something, you know, when I was in college, obviously I wasn't living with my mom, I was up here in New York, so I wasn't like speaking to her about this as much. But when I moved home, this was at a point, again, like I said, where she was just doing really well, and work was going really good, and she was just really in the depths of it. She would say this every once in a while, like when we noticed something, like if it was really beautiful out and we were just kind of full of gratitude and she was just happy, she would say, aren't we so lucky to have this life or something of that variation? And I always left a bad taste in my mouth, you know, and I want to get this out of the way. Let me just say this. Living in a first world country and particularly living in the United States, we're afforded certain privileges, right? I mean... That's all I think I really need to say on that. Like, yes, <laughs> in general, if you have a roof over your head, running water, food in the fridge, et cetera, that's that's privilege. That's lucky. That's that's blessed. Right. That's what most people describe it. But what I'm talking about with the word luck and it's not like, oh, hey, I found ten dollars on the street or you got to the doctor's office like h- half an hour early for some reason and they let you right in or you made every light on the way to work or whatever, That you could call lucky. I still don't think that's luck, but I'll get into the words luck and coincidence in a little while. But my mom would say this a lot where she thought her life, her house, she would say this about her house a lot, actually, because right after I moved home to have my surgery three weeks after my surgery, my mom moved into her new house that she had, you know, bought and built from the ground up. And she just said, aren't we so lucky about it? She just kept saying it. And one day I finally looked at her and I was like, why are you discrediting how hard you work and just calling it luck? Like, it's not lucky that you got this house. It's not lucky that you got this job. You worked your ass off to get here, especially in a male dominated field like sales and insurance, both dominated by men. You've worked so hard to get here, and it would, it would irritate me even further because I myself was just in such a bad mindset and such a bad place. And I was like, okay, well, if you're getting lucky, why am I not getting lucky and getting an amazing job or earning a certain amount of income, etc.? And I just kept fighting her against it, like, why are you discrediting how hard you work and just calling it getting lucky because you're not lucky? This is, I mean, again you know take that what you will with luck as far as privilege but you are she works so hard like so so hard my mom has been in the insurance field for i don't even know 20 yeah maybe 30 years something like that she has just now and i'm so so proud of her made partner at her firm she has worked so hard for that and in that conversation we had been talking about this for I don't know, well over a year that she was on her way to making partner and she calls me one morning and she says she finally got the call that she had officially made the quota last year to make partner at her firm, which is an enormous, enormous deal. And my mom has worked so hard for that. And she used the word luck. I don't remember exactly what she said, but she's like, I'm so lucky. And I'm just like, Jeanette, no, no, you're not. (laughs) You've worked so hard. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about Reasons why we discredit our achievements or our dedication or our drive to things like luck or privilege or experience. Because, you know, it's really easy to sit on the other side of things. And let me just explicitly state I have been here so many times and I still do this to this day, even with how much I've healed and how much success I've achieved. I still do this. I compare and, you know, from the outside looking in, it's very easy to think that someone hasn't worked hard enough, you know, which is so objective, or hasn't gone through enough to achieve what they have, it, or just whatever. We make any sort of excuse to believe that someone hasn't done enough to get what they have, right? And it can be really frustrating because in our positions, we experience our lives, which is the only life we'll ever experience. And We know what we've gone through and we know how it's made us feel and what experience we've drawn away from it. And sometimes it can be really easy to think that what we've gone through is harder than the next person. And they haven't worked hard enough. They haven't gone through enough. They haven't done enough to earn whatever it is they have. Meaning, maybe it's a job or a beautiful house or a lot of money or a significant other. You know, there are things that when we feel we're, quote, missing them, you know, when we think something is absent in our lives, we tend to argue that the people that do have those things don't deserve them or they just got lucky. But it's not about luck. It's always about hard work. And most importantly, it's about what you think you're worthy of. Because you don't know what someone else's journey has been like. You don't know what they've worked on. You don't know what they've healed. You don't know what they've gone through to get to where they are. And I think that social media has made that such an incredibly foggy view because we share our highlight reels on Instagram and on TikTok and on Twitter and whatever. And we share, you know, easy parts of our lives, fun parts of our lives, right? Instagram is full of pictures of the highlight moments of our lives, the best moments, the moments we've achieved things full of graduation photos and marriages and pregnancies and starts to new jobs and travel. And that's that's what it's about. It's about showing fun parts of your life. Right. And so when we look at someone on social media, particularly influencers, it can be really easy to think that they haven't earned anything. And again, I am so, so much included in this conversation, And we think that people just get so lucky with what they have. But I truly believe luck does not exist in this world. Now, there are people that we can look at and very easily describe as unlucky. There are people that have fought in wars and are now homeless. And we think that those people are incredibly unlucky and it's unfair, right? And there are people in third world countries who don't even have basic necessities like food and shelter and clean water, And there are people, very simple examples, who walk down the sidewalk and step in dog poop or step in gum. That's unlucky, right? That's something you would describe as unlucky. Or like I said earlier, things that you get lucky on. Maybe you make all the lights at work. Every time I make all the subway trains right away, I'm thinking, damn, I got lucky. But I don't think luck exists in this world, truly, especially when it comes to things that are much deeper than stepping on gum or making the subway train when it comes to things like hard work and dedication I don't think luck exists now when you picture the people that aren't afforded the privileges that we have you know that that entire scope of that conversation changes and I do want to acknowledge that but that's not an area of expertise for me so I'm just I'm not going to talk about it in the rest of this podcast I want to talk about the opportunities that are likely afforded to the people listening to this podcast because I can't talk about everybody and it's not my place and I don't know enough. So when I talk about luck and I think about luck, if I were to describe my life as lucky or unlucky, even with all of the healing that I've done and even with all of the work that I've done, I still think, I would still think that so much of what I've gone through in the majority of my life has been unlucky, right? Right? And that is exactly why I don't want to use the word luck. I don't believe in luck and I don't think luck exists because of the conversations and the connection I've built with spirituality. And if you guys don't know, like my higher power, whatever you want to call it, is the universe. And I believe that in this universe, there does have to be a balance because and I've talked about this before, which I really think is an important like point to note if we lived in a sort of utopic universe, whatever you know, you would describe that as, we wouldn't know what is good and what is bad. We wouldn't know that our lives were perfect because we wouldn't have anything to compare it to. So comparison can be good because when we use comparison in a healthy way and in a positive way, it can be a form of gratitude. You, We can express it in ways of gratitude. You know, when you compare your life to someone who has been dealt more difficult cards than you or just a shitty hand or whatever, you can use comparison in a form of thinking, you know, I'm just so blessed and so so grateful for this life. But again, not using that word lucky because the universe has to create this balance of good and bad, good and bad experiences, good and bad people, good and bad things so that we can learn from it. So that we can grow, so that we can continue to outweigh the bad with the good, and I think that looking at life like that, it doesn't make the it doesn't make certain things easier. It doesn't make war easier. It doesn't make poverty easier. It doesn't make things like that easier. But it does give us an explanation to grasp onto when we feel guilty or when we feel overly lucky. And I think that that's really important because, you know, very similar to a lot of the ways religion shapes that conversation. It's about the same thing, really. It's about knowing that the universe creates this balance, creates this synchronicity that lets us understand what is going on, how we can learn from it and how we can grow, which is again why I do not think luck exists. It's not about you, the universe chooses you to get lucky. It's not about you getting lucky on one certain thing. It's about what we invite into our lives, what we do not invite into our lives, and what we think we're worthy of. And this is the conversation I really want to get into, right? Which again is what I said earlier about the words luck and coincidence. I just don't think those things exist. And to point that out, to really <laughs> to really harden that fact this morning I was doing my meditation after I had already written the newsletter and I've been doing I've done this meditation uh this is probably my fifth maybe sixth times. so it's Deepak Chopra's 21 days of abundance challenge I don't think it's a challenge meditation and today I did day 15 which starts the third week and he talks about synchro destiny and how when you start to have good things happen in your life, they kind of snowball into more and more good things. And when you invite those good things, you're living in a in a state of what's called synchro destiny. So if you want to listen to that, the entire challenge or meditation grouping, I don't know why I keep ch- calling it a challenge, is on Apple Podcasts. I don't know if it's on Spotify. I don't use Spotify, but um, you can go check it out. It's really great. This, Like I said, this is probably the fifth or sixth time I've done it. And I do it every... I don't know, several months or so, and I just find it really comforting because we can shape abundance, shape the word abundance into really whatever we want it to mean. So it doesn't necessarily need to mean prosperity, but it can mean an abundance of love or friendship or comfort or peace or whatever. So anyways, I had written the newsletter and then I listened to this podcast and when he started talking about the topic, I just couldn't help but smile because I realized it's no coincidence that this topic came up today. It's no coincidence that I wanted to talk about luck. It's no coincidence that I wanted to talk about coincidence. And so I realized that that's definitely what the podcast I wanted to record was. Because the moral of what I'm trying to get to and what I'll spend the rest of the podcast talking about. Is that when we use the word luck or, or coincidence, we are discrediting what we have invited into our lives and what we feel we're worthy of. So by my mom saying she's so lucky to make partner, she's so lucky to have a nice home, she discredits the hard work, the years of work, and the the years of dedication to her job by just saying she got lucky. And I think that that's a really unfair thing for us to do to ourselves Because in your psyche, you're essentially telling yourself your whatever worthiness wound that exists there, whether it's a childhood wound or a wound from a previous experience where someone told you you're not worthy of whatever it is you want. That's that worthiness wound persisting. That is that wound rising up to the surface and saying, oh, even though you've earned it, even though you've gotten here, now it's something you have, like my mom's partnership title or my mom's house. Even though you've now got it, you're going to tell yourself you still didn't work hard enough to get it because you haven't healed those wounds. So I invite you over the next week or so. I want you to use conscious thought and really get into and if you don't know what conscious thought is, that's this week's last week's blog, which was so great. I encourage you to use conscious thought and invite yourself to really notice when you're discrediting what you've worked so hard for. It's really funny. I have my own example of this. So this was shortly after I moved in. I had my housewarming party and I have my diploma hung up on the wall. And on my diploma, it says Bachelor of Arts, and then under it, it says Cum Laude. And you know, there's the, the three, Cum Laude, Summa Cum Laude, and oh my God, something else. I haven't been in school in so long. I miss it. Anyways, <laughs> you know, that, that recognizes your GPA standards, right? And someone said to me, oh, you only got Cum Laude. You're so smart. I'm surprised you didn't earn a higher, um, to, I don't know what word she used, but obviously GPA. And I remember immediately, immediately trying to validate that instead of saying, like, oh, yeah, I got cum laude. Like, I'm so proud of myself. I worked so hard for that. I immediately went into defense mode trying to validate why that was enough. So I said to her, like, oh, I, you know, it it was my freshman year of college when my brother died, so I ended up getting barely passing grades that semester. And then that was what brought my overall four-year GPA down. I could have graduated with whatever the next one up is, I think it's summa cum laude. I, I don't. I would have to look that up. I don't know, but I, I immediately went into defense mode because I was insecure and I was trying to validate why I, I wh- whoever thought I didn't earn a high enough GPA, instead of saying, "Oh yeah, I just I worked really hard for this. I'm really proud of myself." So that's another way. That's not necessarily using the term luck, but that's another way we can invalidate ways we don't feel confident enough in ourselves or worthy of what we've earned. When we're proud of something that we've earned and someone comes in and says, it's still not good enough, we need to absolutely take a moment to recognize the situation and step back and decide whether or not we are, in fact, proud of it. And if it is something we're proud of, we need to fight for that pride because we've worked so hard on these things. We've done so well, and I think that that, is something that really persists in influencer culture as well. It's so easy to sit behind a screen and be a bully. And so many people say just absolutely horrendous things behind a screen. And you can read these things. Strangers saying horrible things to other strangers. Discrediting people's lives of people they don't even know. When we immediately try to discredit something. Whether we call it luck and it's kind of an inversion of discredit, like we're not we're not meaning to, but we're just saying that that's our subconscious speaking up, saying, oh, I still don't think I'm worthy of X, Y, and Z. Or we do it in a more obvious way, like I talked about with my diploma. It's because we haven't healed enough. And again, when I say we, I'm very, 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 very much including myself in that. It is so easy to let old wounds speak for who you are now. That is why healing will always be an ongoing journey. Those wounds that we've practiced, that we've recognized, and that we've believed for years and years and years, when they speak up in ways that sometimes we might not recognize, it's just further reiterating that belief in our head. So even though my mom is so proud of the house, and even though she believes and knows she works so hard, by calling it luck, I believe that I I believe this to be true. She thinks she still hasn't worked hard enough for it, right? And while there are, again are certain ways that she's gotten "quote" lucky, she's been afforded the privilege of being born in this country with freedoms and opportunities. It's not just that that's gotten her there. It's not just that that's gotten any of us anywhere. We've taken opportunities and decided whether or not they were a fit for us. And we ran with them. And to discredit how hard you've worked by way of any certain privileges, whether it's like, you know, a job that you love, that you worked really hard to get. But maybe the introduction you got was, you know, someone who works in the company. So you had a leg up over people who applied without that. But do you deserve the job? Yeah, probably. You've worked really hard to get there. Your resume says so. The way you present yourself in the interview says so. If you get your dream job by way of that opportunity, and then for years you're saying, oh yeah, I got really lucky because I know this person in the company. You're discrediting the way you deserve that job, right? I mean, am I wrong? I really, I really believe that using the term luck when it comes to significant things like that, is our worthiness wounds persisting to the highest degree? It's a way we coil into ourselves and say, oh, yeah, I just got lucky. I don't actually deserve this opportunity, which is why I probably don't show up to it best or I feel insecure in the position or I feel insecure about, you know, spending the money on something or whatever it is. When you use the term "luck" to talk about something that you currently have, something that you've worked hard to earn, you are letting old worthiness wounds persist and speak for who you are now versus who you once were. And by doing so, you're further iterating that neural pathway that believes you aren't worthy of whatever it is you currently have or whatever it is you want. So how do we heal these wounds? Tapping. You guys know what I'm going to say. Tapping, visualization and meditation, journaling, talking to a therapist, seeing any sort of therapy practitioner, whether it's EMDR, EFT, traditional therapy, group therapy, whatever it is. Healing these wounds is so, so important to the way, again, this goes back to that conversation of how you talk to yourself. If you talk mean to yourself and say things like, oh, I'm so stupid, or why did I do that, or I'm so embarrassed by this. You're, you're, again, building that neural pathway by believing that you are, in fact, those things, that you are unworthy, that you should be embarrassed, or whatever it is. And using the word luck, I think, is, is the exact same thing, if not even more traumatic to your psyche, because you're letting yourself know, okay, I've done everything right to get to where I am, whether it's a new job, a new home, a new car, whatever. I've done everything right to earn this thing, but I'm still not good enough for it, or still haven't done enough to earn it. And so I'm just going to call it luck. So I believe we all need to take the word luck out of our vocabulary. If you want to say luck by saying, oh yeah, I got lucky by making the subway train, or I got lucky when I found $5 on the ground, or I got unlucky when I stepped in the gum. That's one thing that that's, that's fine. I think, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But if you're going to say you got lucky because you got promoted or you got lucky because you got an A on your test or because you finally earned enough money to put a down payment on your dream house you are discrediting all of the hard work the years of hard work the hours of hard work whatever it is you are discrediting all of that work and dedication and drive to succeed by saying you just got lucky and you're further telling yourself your inner child, the person or the version of you that experienced trauma to let you know that you're not deserving of things, you are letting them know that they are correct. So I want to know how you're going to take the word luck out of your vocabulary. I want to know how you're going to take the word luck into this next week and think, oh, did I get lucky or did I actually work for this? Did I work really hard for this? I really, really, really encourage you to be very conscious of what vocabulary you're using when you talk about your success. You're not getting lucky. You are working very, very hard. You're strong. You are driven. You are empowered. And those are very important things to know about yourself and your drive. So I really hope this hits. I am very excited about this podcast. I think it's time we all take luck out of our vocabulary. I'm going to do that as well because I even with the diploma thing, like there are certain ways I use a variation of luck to discredit how hard I've worked. And I do that a lot. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this advice as well and move on. I really hope this hits for you guys. And uh, yeah, short and sweet. As always, I love you all so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.